Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Almost missed it, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> over here pointing I'm like Amanda Valentine you're up <laughs> you know how to do this <laughs> sorry you're a professional <laughs> oh my gosh we have Amanda Valentine back I think you were episode like set really early yeah it was a long time ago it was a long time ago Amanda is the host of the wildly popular and entertaining podcast pound this which offers advice from experts in the field of nutrition, fitness, mental health. Guys, go listen to her. Go check out her episode on What the Fit very early. I always tell people to like go back and listen to these episodes with the past guests, but then I'm like, I don't know what I sounded like when it was like episode 10. So maybe I don't want <laughs> right? to do that. But well, I the did. one that you were on, that was a long time ago too. You have to come back. I know. It was so long ago. Yeah. I mean, you guys, because it was early after... Right. We were I, just starting. Yeah. And I thought that I went through the whole thing and I didn't say any cuss words. But then you told me that I did. So I asked. <laughs> I was, well, couldn't be as proud of myself as I wanted to be. <laughs> uh, it's hard to censor yourself. Well, truly it is for yeah. me. But Amanda's back. We're going to run through the intro portion of the podcast. This is the part where we answer the same three questions. And let's kick it off with Amanda. What's been your favorite workout? Um. Well, See, that's tough, difficult because I've been dealing with sciatica because I'm a thousand year old woman. No, my husband was dealing with sciatica oh too. God, it's he said it's so painful. Yeah, it sucks. And so, um, and plus, because I've been in a transition of health insurance, that I've basically had to just like do nothing instead of like go to my chiropractor and try to like work it out. And then I did go a few weeks ago and he's like, don't work out, don't stretch. And I'm like, <laughs> What do you do? So I've literally been doing nothing and it's been terrible. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't have a favorite workout. I just want to do any workout. I know and I was just there yesterday and I was like, listen, I got, I got a group on moto. I want to do some hot yoga. I just, I just want to stretch. Like normally I just want to lift. Sure. And I'm like, right now I just want to stretch. I want to be able to move because everything is painful. Like sleeping, like everything sucks. I'm like, I just want to stretch and sweat. And he's like, don't do it yet. Do you know what aggravated it? No. Well, we think because um, it's I've had it before and it's been on my right side. This is the first time it's been on my left. And it happens and now lesson learned after I've been yelled at enough times that what triggers it is the stair machine. And so I have like a lot of like, you know, I have um, a posterior tilt on my pelvis. I have like knee problems. I have, so I have just kind of a funky setup anyway. Our so bodies. I think, right. Yeah. So I think the stair machine for some, whatever reason, I'm like, I've like summited mountains and it's not been a problem, but I get on this stupid stair machine the for five minutes. Machine that takes you nowhere. Right. Exactly. <laughs> is what is jacking my whole body up. And I did it a couple weeks ago because I was feeling good and I'm like well you know I'm just gonna do this a little bit I just love it because it's a good bang for your buck like you sweat like immediately dripping yeah and so I'm like I just want to go hit this thing real quick yep. just get sweaty feel good and get going and I was on it for less than a minute five minutes and it didn't hurt but I'm like something just feels kind of off I'm gonna get off this thing and then this stupid thing kicked in and it hasn't gone away. So is it like, so like, is it constant? Like right now it's bothering you or does it flare up and flare down? Um, it just depends on kind of how I'm sitting. When I'm sitting right now, it's fine. Mm. But if I'm just like twist a certain way, like even I like knock down the back seat to my car to put like a table back there and just mm -hmm. pushing the seats back, like just upper body, twist, like just crazy pain. I'm like, this is stupid. Everything, <laughs> everything like when your back is hurt, everything is hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, so when I have that like pain down my that. leg so 
I'm not working out now, but I do like, it's so funny because usually I'm like not a yoga person and that just sounds really good right now. Mm -hmm. I just want to go to a hot yoga class and yeah. sweat and stretch and I've been I'm excited. So, so, so into yoga. My favorite workout has actually been a yoga class, but it was a Galentine's Day mm-hmm. yoga class at Sage Hot Yoga, which is in Finley Market. Okay. They just opened in January. So maybe like I've been around for a month. Mm-hmm. I've been going there now since it's super close to me. Really cute studio. But this was like a like a partner yoga workout. So it started out. See, I'm not into that. Okay. I didn't think I was going to be either. So it start the, the workout started out or the yoga class started out just like get you warmed up, like regular type of flow situation, moving through some vinyasas. Um, and then once we were like warm and open, we started with like the partner poses. So at first they demonstrate the two instructors, right? Yeah. And you get somebody up in your crotch, right? Oh, I'm like... <laughs> I'm going to crush someone. Like, <laughs> Are you like climbing on top of like, each other? Yes. Oh, God. So I'm like, no. I don't want to do this in my mind. I'm like, I don't, this isn't going to work. And so the first pose they do is like a stacked plank. So someone's planking, right? Like on your hands in push up position. And then the other person is going to put their hands on your ankles and their feet up on your shoulders. So when it looks, you look at it, right? So it's you're like, like 69ing. Um, kind of. Right? Is that what you're saying? Like your face is by their feet and their face... Their head is by your feet and okay. their feet is up by your head. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. But so kind of far away from the private parts. But, gotcha. But, you know, in that general <laughs> yeah. di- dynamic. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going on the bottom. Like, I don't want to do this. And then we did it. And I had Caitlin Bolt Lovett, a life nourished on Instagram. She was my partner. And she's a former synchronized swimmer. So she's like super flexy and like all these things. I was like, great, this is going to make me look really cool. But when we did it, it was so shocking how easy it was. Like both ways, like someone going on you and then like I went hmm. on top of her. And just like did the distribution of weight, it looks like it's really challenging and difficult. Yeah. But it's not at all. Like so much so I was like, this is easy. So we did some other like fun kind of nice stretching ones where you would like um, kind of like lay over someone's back when they're in child's pose or like push down and like stretch your hamstrings while someone else is in child's pose and that feels really good. And then we did the one I think you're thinking of with the crotch where like I was oh, yeah. up in a bridge and then she put her head in between my knees and like did an inversion. Oh, and so that's where it looked like I was really cool to be a part a partner with someone that could do that. But mm-hmm. I didn't even try like the, <laughs> the inversion right. part. But. Well, I've done that before where it's where you have like your – you're like at your li- legs spread apart and your feet are touching and then you grab each other's hands oh, yeah, and pull. Oh, yeah, we did that. We did that. Yeah, I don't know. I you don't like that either? That. Well, like I did that like the first time I did that, and this was a long time ago too. This was like pre-weight loss. Um, I was in, well, it was like at the beginning of my weight loss journey, I was in Denver. And basically what I did was I was just like a total scavenger and all these places would have like the first week free and then sure. I would just like hit every place for yeah, one week. Of course. And we did that yeah. and I was like on my period. And I'm like, oh my God, get out of my, cr-. it was just like so in my own head of like, <laughs> no, <laughs> out I, of all things, I'm like, I've never done this before. It's a girl's faces in my crotch and I'm like, oh God, I'm no, my period. This is no. weird. I'm freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> my my little like first thought whenever I see this like any type of thing is automatically goes to like I'm gonna crush someone. <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. I don't want to be that person. Yeah, I but just I don't know. Fun. I get weird about that stuff. Yeah, I don't. I, I just 
I think it's just the introvert in me. Like anytime, even when I've done like boxing classes and they're like, get a partner. I'm like, oh God. I think it's just flashbacks to like gym class of like, oh, I'm going to be picked last. And yes. oh, we got to find somebody. Yes. And it's awkward. And no, I am I doing that, it wrong? I think that too. And I'm an extrovert. I think there's just something about like, yeah, that initial. And when you're in like a physical setting, yeah, that's where it gets like uncomfortable when you're like, what if this person's like stronger than me or what if I do something mm-hmm. wrong? Like, I think that's normal. Yeah. But but the, but the cool thing was, was I was super resistant to see, to start. And I was like, oh, I, want to. I was almost seriously going to be like, because there was an odd number of us. And I was almost going to be like, okay, you guys just do it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'll be the Instagram taker. <laughs> and then I was like, did it. And I was like, this was easy. It was great. It was fun. And then by the end, it was like, I want to do more. So Have you done like, it again? Um, I Then I went to one with my husband we did like a partner yoga class for valentine's day and that was really fun i felt better about that because i was like i know you can lift me up so i know i'm not gonna crush you (laughs) (laughs) but no it was good it was good i don't think you're gonna crush anybody i i know that but it's just like my head that's where my my mind goes to Mm -hmm. first but yeah okay what do you want to talk about what's your thing fitness wellness trend thing um, well, i don't know i mean I guess like, my thing is kind of meal prepping is that Ooh. did you want to talk about that let's talk about that. what you've been up to okay i've been anything up, anything been you want to share i know um well you have I, a fucking coffee at coffee emporium <laughs> i know isn't it crazy it's like so, is this real life <laughs> it's so crazy like i feel like it's like the ultimate ultimate status Oh, well, thank you. It's I think it's amazing. I was like, like, as soon as I saw on Instagram, I was like, Ryan, Amanda has a coffee emporium coffee. I should have got it when I was there today. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's online only oh, online, right online. now. I mean, we're just seeing how it goes online. Okay, I'm going to get um, So you can order that at amandavalentinebites.com. I'm going to do that. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff of what I'm doing. Uh, just kind of making a transition where I quit my job. I quit a 20-year career, which is bananas. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, my God. Shaking my head at you like how and amazing i'm like that's incredible it's so inspiring oh thanks super proud of you because i don't i don't know if i could do that oh it's it's scary it's hard and it's i mean i've never been an entrepreneur before i mean i've kind of behaved like one with my own podcast for the past couple years yeah but you know for me thinking of like what do i really want out of my life and for me like losing over 100 pounds and that changing my life in so many ways and just basically how I can use my voice and my story to help other people. I'm like, that fills my cup more mm-hmm. than anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what I could spend all day doing. Right. And so I'm like, well, how can, how can I do more of this? How can, how can I figure this out? And, yeah. um, and, and with my job before I couldn't have a side hustle. And so it's like, I couldn't test the waters to see what makes money and what doesn't. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. well, you just got to jump in or, or right. whatever. And for those just like tuning in listening now, you were a radio host yes yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. so um it's i don't know it's it's crazy that making this decision of like okay well let's go all in and through for the whole process for me with everything i'm just kind of like telling myself because there's really hard conversations i had to have of like just be your own hero like me now at my age or just like if i talked to and i was even thinking of like go back in time to any version of amanda at any age and what would she be proud of? Like, what would she be like? That is a bad bitch. You know what I mean? And Good so, exercise to do. <laughs> right. And so I'm like, everything I thought of, of like me just like doing more of the same, taking the safe thing, doing comfort zone. Yeah. I'm like, that's not being a bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> no, it's not. I'm like, all right, well, let's go after this. And so, um, that goes into, you know, for meal prepping, that's been such a huge part of my fitness journey. Yeah. 
You're which so is, good at it. Oh, thanks. I mean, I don't want to cook for other people. <laughs> I want to teach people how to do it because I'm like, I don't want to use a meat thermometer. I don't want people to die. And so um, that's where I was like, well, how can I do this and and teach people? So I have have my first e-cookbook out, which is cool. 16 recipes. Um, so four breakfast, four lunch, four dinners, four snacks. And each one comes with a video showing you how to make it. So I feel like that's where it's different than yes. most like e-cookbooks of like, I here's a, a full-fledged yep. 12 minute video, not yep. just like a tasty video. Here's my hands. Yep. Like here's me in my <laughs> oh, kitchen. I do love those. I know. Yeah. I like them too, but I'll never make them. I don't even, I don't know how you, how do you do it? You just like cut like segments of the video or like, cause aren't they, are they like, and then it's like something else. Yeah. And I've made those before and they take a thousand years to make. Right. And that's the thing is I'll watch them on Facebook, but I have never made a recipe from it. Like, I, that's where I find oh, myself. Yeah, it's right. like, you're it's right, just like right. porn. That's what you mean. That's and I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm watching this. This is cool. But I'm like, I'm never going to make this recipe. Absolutely like porn. Like, I like to watch. I'm never going to do that thing. Yeah, I want to watch but it. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> doesn't mean I like want to have it or like I'm actually <laughs> yeah. into it. Yeah, that's but... pretty freaky. Yeah. I can't stop watching. Yeah, totally. But I don't want that in my yeah, body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect analogy. Perfect analogy. <laughs> so, um, there's that. And then I have my own seasoning with frying pig um, seasonings, which is local to Cincinnati. And yeah, those guys awesome. are awesome. And then the coffee with coffee emporium. And that's where I'm like, uh, you know, people ask me what I'm doing now. And I'm like, oh, my God, well, you, then I rattle all this crap off. I'm like, I'm doing my first retreat in Moab in uh, Utah, which is April 16th through 19th with Explorer Chick. It's meal prepping, hiking and off-roading. That is so like, cool. Like dune buggies, tearing stuff up and like, you know, just having time, like just that is really yeah. cool. So I'm so excited about that. And then um, we're going to see where that goes. And then I'm um, working on getting my personal training certification. Say, don't forget about that. Right. And so um, I'm going with NASM doing um, right now. I'm just focusing on like weight loss specialist. Okay. Um, because for me, this is a, a conversation because I'm going to be training out of Cincy 360 Fitness with them where you know like what do I really want to do and I'm like I just I'm like I want to help people lose weight like that's just what I relate to personal to to you yeah yeah and so I'm like I don't really have any you know desire to like train athletes or Mm -hmm. bodybuilders like that's just not my my scene that's not my specialty and so where can I find a certification that like lies into like exactly what I want to do and so you'll be so good at that because you like you lived it you know yeah like you know how you felt Mm -hmm. and be able to relate and I just think that will be a really good fit for you yeah so I'm I'm excited that that's where like I think I struggle though is just like knowing anatomy and that's where I'm kind of freaked out of like being a trainer of you'll learn that I know so memorization it's getting there and that's where it's cool about um 360 is they're like you know they'll baby step me of like it's not like Mm -hmm. hey get to work it's like hey can I just start with like one client so I don't jack them up (laughs) give me somebody I know instead of like hey go fill your book yes and so I I think that's super important and and played a role in the decision that I made of like just having I mean Cincinnati is so freaking amazing and you know I mean your your whole podcast is talking to all these amazing people in Cincinnati of um and that's where even like me leaving the the radio station which is the reason I moved to Cincinnati I had one of the top questions I got asked is, are you going to move? And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm staying here. I'm like, there's such an amazing health and fitness scene here. Everybody is awesome. Everybody's supportive. Everybody cares. Right. It's just, I mean, I can't imagine going 
somewhere else and trying to like find the same sort of crew of people that's here like building a, a whole new community that sounds like so much work yeah and like uh, so unnecessary because mm-hmm. it's already here for you and for other people too it's i think it's incredible yeah i've just like i mean you know doing the podcast too of all the people that i've interviewed like everybody is a badass everybody is like amazing i know someone yeah. had asked me like oh are you afraid you're gonna run out of people i'm like no fucking way yeah right there's no way i'm <laughs> yeah. gonna run out of people to talk to yeah and like, even if you like you talk to people multiple times right, too. you know right. what i mean like it's, there's everybody has something different to talk about and yeah. everybody is so open and like just real like everybody of like sharing your own struggles and what i mean i think that's important for me because i feel like having the the you know, these, these people, especially if you think of like Instagram influencers and mm-hmm. stuff like that, of like, do you pretend that everything is perfect? I think that so many people don't go to fitness classes or a trainer because they're just like, oh, they won't relate to me. Yeah. They're like such a badass rock star that right. they're going to not want to mess with me. And it's mm-hmm. like when you have conversations with these people, they're like, no, I struggle too. And things are hard. I'm like, oh, OK, for sure. Yeah. No, I know we're going to we talk about that with the, with the guests coming up, just the intimidation factor of coming in. And then you're like, no, these these are real people too. Yeah. And are going through really heavy shit. Like everyone is going through really heavy shit. It mm-hmm. looks different and some heavier than others, but we all got our baggage and our insecurities and Oh my god. Yeah. For sure. I think it's you do uh, a good job of of just being comfortable in your own skin so that then other people around you also feel comfortable to do the same. Yeah. I think it's contagious. Yeah, but like I'll talk about it. I'm a dumpster fire. That's okay. Yes. <laughs> Me too. (laughs) I have no, if anything, it's like, it helps me to get it out. You know, like if I'm, and I'm, it's just the way that I am personally of like, if something's really bothering me or eating me up or I'm I'm like, I have to talk about it to someone. Mm -hmm. Like I have to get it out. And so that, that part trumps the, I don't care how stupid I'm going to sound, or I don't care if there's going to be a judgment because like, I'm selfishly just like, I need to get this out of my body. Well, and that's what's awesome is when you do it, you feel like you're the only person feeling like that. And then once you say it out loud, everybody's like, oh, my God, me too. Yeah. And like for me, like I didn't talk about like my binge eating and stuff forever. And then once I did, everybody's like, oh, my God, I do the exact same thing. Definitely. And just, yeah, it's it, it makes it oh, oh, I feel like it's opening the conversation is super important mm-hmm. because with so much of like you think about you know everything is related to your body and your mind and that's where you could be so self-conscious and really feel shame totally that that you know once you put it out there it's very you release it yeah yeah you don't give it power anymore yep exactly yeah this plays perfectly into what i want to talk about so i know you spend like all your time talking to these super interesting cool people in the health wellness space so i want to know if you have anyone to highlight and like give us a little sneak peek and then People can go follow up, like listen to the episode oh, and get okay. like the full preview. So I will start it for you because okay. I just listened to your podcast with the sex. Uh, oh, player. Rochelle, isn't she amazing? Amazing. I have been trying to find a sex therapist in Cincinnati. So anyone listening, if any anyone knows any kind of sex relationship expert, professional, whatever, I want to talk to them. Um, but she was super interesting to hear. Yeah, she's awesome. And so... Um, She's actually starting her own podcast at Miami Good. University. She should. And she's um um because my husband works there. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of spearheading that and she's gonna be doing it with a student. 
and they're going to be pulling in other people discussing whatever students want to talk Dude, about. That's amazing. Okay, so t- who exactly is she? What does she do? Uh, her name is Rochelle Froboda. Oh my god, I'm going to get her all of her credentials. Yeah, wrong. She, yeah. but she is a professor at Miami University. She's an ex sex educator. She's got a lot of stuff going on. Like she started. Oh, I see. I'm going to forget. Like all the centers and stuff like that. Um, at Miami, and the day that I was at Miami recording with her, she was having her students go to all the student bathrooms and put in lube, condoms, um, pads, that. tampons, men and women's bathrooms, just like fill it up. I like, love that. And so, um, and she's just, she's just cool as hell. And she does, she's been doing it, whatever, I forgot what she said, like 23 years. She's and always talking about job security. Like she's always going to have a job because yeah. of our current education system and people are not taught at all about the sexual health. And yeah, where she said like most of us learn from porn. And yes. so that's where she's just like, you don't, you know, nobody, you can't have a good sex education for porn. It is so unrealistic. For sure. And like, I loved how she was talking about vaginas and how they look different. Mm-hmm. And that like, if you don't have a vagina that looks like it does in porn, that you're like, could be self-conscious about that. Yeah. I'm like, but people, what? <laughs> like, yeah. It's just mind blowing. And that if her whole overall message I got from her too was just like, Sex should feel good. Yeah. And then to hear about, which I totally, totally understand. And especially like early on when I was like first having sex, like I definitely only had to be drunk. Oh, and like geez. definitely needed the lights off. Right? Yeah. And she was talking about how people need to have clothes on mm-hmm. or like have the lights off or whatever it was. And I was just like, oh. So now I've obviously like moved on from that. And I'm like, but sex is so amazing and great. And like everyone should be able to experience that. Yeah. Yeah, she's got such a great message. And from her being on, I had a lot of great feedback. And a lot of people that have taken her classes at Miami. And um, she does like a lot of speaking engagements and stuff everywhere, too. And this is what's cool, because I mean, I just emailed her being like, hey, I had such great feedback. Thank you so much. And she's just like, yeah, I would love to come back. And so I'm like, well, let me poll my audience and be like, what do you want us to talk about? And be like, you tell us what I mean, she can talk about Anything. at all yeah <laughs> so um yeah so go listen to that great. go listen to that episode guys it's it's really informative and i thought it was great i mean i want i want more of those conversations that's why yeah. i want to talk to people in that field too like we need to talk more about sex and sexual wellness and and i i loved how she was talking too about like it can just be to feel good and that's it you know it doesn't need to be anything more complicated than that mm-hmm. or, or it can be it can be this romantic great affair or it can't be yeah. you know just like just kind of take all of this pressure that we have around sex yeah like, right off the table and just let's just enjoy it well and i just like how she brought up too is like how sex is our identity of just thinking of like your sexuality and your body mm-hmm. and how you put yourself in the world in that way and just think of it in that way instead of like you know and i brought up in the conversation of just like good girl bad girl slut mm-hmm. or prude you know where you just like are put into these boxes mm-hmm. instead of being like well i don't know just like enjoy my body right. and and you know what I mean? And we talked about the Super Bowl and everything that came from that, too, because that was all of I'm that. I'm so over that. <laughs> I can't believe it's a thing. People just want to be outraged about something. Oh, right. Exactly. There was nothing. It was it, like a sexy performance. Every fucking performance in the Super Bowl is sexy. Mm-hmm. And sorry, you have like the two sexiest women there. So it's going to be like extra sexy. Right. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. And dude, and doing those moves like you do it with that hair on and those heels and that outfit. No. You can tell me that's not work. Yeah. <laughs> 
100%. So who else have you had recently that you can think that maybe people should should tune in and listen to? Uh, well, somebody doing? that I love who's been a repeat guest, and she's going to have another episode out next week, which actually you'll probably really like, is, um, and you're going to have our guest soon, is Dr. Ashley Solomon. Yeah, And I love her. Um, we recorded a podcast that comes out, um, well, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but when it- Friday. This Friday? Yeah. This Friday. Okay, so next week yeah. is- um, we did the, the latest one we recorded. The 21st. I'll come on the 21st. Okay. Yeah. The latest podcast we recorded was about compulsive exercise. And Definitely need so, to listen to that. Yeah. So, um, you know, just going to an unhealthy level with exercise. Um, so that was um, a podcast I did with her. Um, I did uh, in September. Oh, no, sorry. Was it? Yes, it was so September. The first time I met her is I did a tween week. So I talked to 10 and 11 year olds and oh, I did a whole week. Geez. Dude, do you want to talk... You want to hear a podcast that is going to like just rip your heart apart? <laughs> that I talked. So it was a series, and the the kids chose the topics they wanted to speak on. So, and this was a whole thing too, where we got waivers signed from parents and everything like that. And so it was a whole week, and each week was an episode from the kids, and then there was a second episode each day with um, a professional to give advice. Mm. So the one she was on, which um, it was two girls, it was a 10, 10, 11 year old girl talking about body image, Mm. which is, it was these girls, I will give these girls, they are brave, amazing girls, and they are brutally honest. Like they are saying things, I mean, they're 10 and I'm like, oh my God. Like what, like about themselves or about themselves? No, they were talking about themselves of just like, um, you know how the they're describing themselves. They saw themselves as a ball. Oh. Um, that they one girl was afraid that she would never have a family because boys only like pretty girls and she's not pretty. Oh. Stuff like that, where it was just like they talk about how they just hate their body and the things they don't like. How do they learn this? Yeah, right. I mean, and they weren't even really on social media. They were a little bit, but they weren't even at an age where they. Like movies, school, like probably, I don't know. And their so own parents hating their bodies. Um, yeah, we tried to stay away from the topic of talking about sure. parents. Yeah. And so, I mean, there was some stuff that I had to edit out where they, you know, and I mean, they're 10 and 11 yeah. and they were talking about other kids and stuff like yeah. that. But for me recording that episode with those girls, um, I was just kind of a zombie afterwards. And then the next day I was driving to work thinking about how I was going to edit it. And I just like burst out crying and I went to Kroger and I bought a bunch of food and I binge ate. Like it like triggered me so hard. But it's like, this is such an important conversation. Like these girls are saying the same crap that I say to myself. You know what I mean? I'm in my thirties. And I'm like, how do we stop Stop. this? Like where I've like, I don't want them to have a whole lifetime of like treating yourself like garbage. Like I have, you know, it takes, so much energy and it takes so much space in your mind like I think about if I wouldn't be spending whatever time I've spent and continue to spend thinking about my body what else could I fucking think about mm-hmm. what yeah. else could I be doing exactly so um with that episode is when I first met Dr. Ashley Solomon who Meriden yeah. uh, recommended to me and we did a podcast on um basically she gave advice if you were an 11 year old girl listening to that podcast what you could do and if you were a parent how mm-hmm. you can so you know helpful. how you can deal with that um and then we did another podcast on um binge eating and that one was a big one for me because I've struggled with binge eating and um 
So I just think that every time she's been on, yeah, it's just been like, I'm gonna just bring, nail it. I'm up. gonna bring my tissues with me. I have a feeling I'm just gonna be like <laughs> over here across from her, just like so emotional. Like well, she's yeah. gonna like have this. I think she probably I haven't met her yet. So oh, she's super cool. She's awesome. Like we'll create a space for you right to like be open and vulnerable yeah so i'll probably just like turn into a puddle <laughs> yeah well that's what i'm saying too is like i'm telling her like how nuts i feel and i'm like oh god she's a therapist she's i'm like i'm just wondering if she's thinking i'm like mm. she absolutely is yeah right and, like, like this bitch would be go crazy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which i am though so uh i'm starting therapy awesome. in a couple weeks good for you so i'm like uh you know for me starting the, the things that i'm doing like my head needs to be in the right space and it's I'm like, that's important you can do to take care of yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, you know, having a conversation with her about that, but you know, where yeah. do you know, again, like with, you think of how everything is set up of like, oh, I want to work on my mental health. Well, where the hell do I go? Just Google getting like a therapist. And then what I are you know. supposed to do? Just randomly pick one. I know. <laughs> and then I will talk about this. Like, how do you start? Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you like, how much time do we have? I have a whole fucking Laundry list right? of shit. Where, which one do we start with? Exactly. You know, the abandonment, the brother's death. Like, what? Like, where do we go? Well, that's how I feel too. If, like with my first session, I'm just gonna go in there and be like, "Here's all my, all my stuff. So it all started. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like this, 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 ago, this. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> you pick. You're the expert. Yeah. And so it's I mean, like one of those diagrams. Like, if here, go here this way. Like, yes. The answer is yes. You go down. Yeah. Answer's exactly. <laughs> Well, and I told her I had a phone call with her at first. And like, for me, I'm like, I told her, I'm like, I just need tools. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, you know, because I get really overwhelmed by stress. Mm-hmm. And then I don't like, you know, try not to go back to emotional eating. And, you know, I don't want to like totally skid off the rails. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I just need when I'm feeling these things, I'm like, I just need to find a workaround for it. Like, and how can I go from... Yeah, again, like, you know, the conversation I had with Ashley about like compulsive exercise, which I was in for a while, too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do I, you know, and then having to stop because of injuries, how do I go from going so hard seven days a week as my release? And then just I'm just using that the same way I used food, right? Exactly. You know, moving from one thing to the other. Yeah. So I mean, man, it's just there's just so much. I know being a human is hard. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> okay, wild card. This is the first time we I've never I've not prepared for a wild card. Amanda brought this if questions for the game of life. So I picked this one somewhat randomly. If you had to choose a time in history when overall things were worse than any other single time, oh when would you say it was? Dude, I don't know. Like maybe like during like the like Black Plague or I something. Sh- the bubonic plague. <laughs> that's the exact, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's the exact <laughs> thing that came to my mind. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of any of that. <laughs> like you were you were just dead. They yeah. did nothing. Yeah. And there's just P- like you're just like piling bodies. They didn't know where it was coming oh, from. Really? Yeah. No. You're just like, there's just like poop. Everybody smells. You have like boils on you. Yeah, no. There's, there's like, and, and for some reason, I don't know, like all of the content I've seen from that time, it's like always cloudy. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's like rainy, there's, dreary. There's, like there's it's never any sun. It's just muddy. Yeah. It's like Portland without kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. You have like no basic medicine, like beds, childbirth then. Oh, yeah. Didn't most people just die? Oh, I'm probably, I'm sure you did. And then imagine even just if it, you didn't die and the baby didn't die trying to like, yeah, no, thank you. Mm-mm. That's what I'm going to think about when I'm feeling shitty overall. Right? Like I have certain things that I run through in my mind. If I'm feeling really shitty, I'll be like, okay, 
you don't have a urinary tract infection, it could be worse. Mm. You don't have a yeast infection, it could be worse. True. You don't have pink eye, it could be worse. You're not in medieval times. <laughs> yeah. It could be worse. Well, I think about that stuff all the time, too, of just like, you know, again, the same thing of... You know, there's so many people that I've talked to that are just kind of like, yeah, I went in to get a normal checkup. Turns up I had cancer. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, well, that could be, you know, it could just, your life could just turn on a dime, know, which is like horrifying. But, you know, try not to go into that anxiety I hole I either. I know. I know. Try, to like, <laughs> I'm like, try to put things into perspective, but then also like, okay, you're allowed to feel sad and it's okay to feel sad in this moment. And you don't have to like be appreciative for something else. That constant battle. Yeah. Well, there's that stuff too, like even after like Kobe died. Of thinking of like that, of like, you just think of, that you know, like is, nothing it yeah. stops like crazy right. stuff from happening. Like, right. I'm like, right. oh my God. And it's just one of those things where it's just like, what a freaking wake up call. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I've talked about that yet, but that was super triggering for me. Yeah. Like that put like me and my family, like we were, you know, texting when we heard, like that put me in just a really heavy grief headspace. Yeah. Because it was, you know totally out of the blue similar to my brother and like you're just you just just go back to that place and like Mm. all i could think about was his fucking wife yeah i know like i was just like heart was just ripped open breaking for her yeah and every everyone every fam all the families oh yeah get that call like i got that fucking call Mm -hmm. you know it's oh but sorry to be a downer no no have another it's okay you want to just pull a random fun (laughs) question out of there to lighten the mood no no it's okay (laughs) I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a quick reminder for everyone um, to sign up for the What the Fit and Lions Pride Wellness MMA and Mixed Mode Circuit Workout. Um, Ooh, it's gonna be. Badass. It's gonna be really badass. It's coached by this super knowledgeable guy, Coach Rob. Um, Lions Pride Wellness is over on like the west end of downtown. Um, he will actually teach like striking, kicking, grappling technique. Um, but it's really it's easy to digest. It feels really really good on your brain to learn a new skill yeah practice something so you don't have to have any experience prior experience all levels are welcome um yeah you'll probably feel weird at first but we're all going to feel weird it's just a good chance to get out of your comfort zone try something new so it's saturday march 14th 10 a.m um use code what the fit for five dollars off all spelled out link is in my bio and show notes and the first three people to sign up will get a free what the fit hat and it will be great if it's not, then you can punch me. <laughs> Amanda, where can people follow you really quick? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at you can pound this and it sounds like porn, it's not. Um on so much porn talks that's what I love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm dropping yeah, an egg yeah. over here. I'm feeling it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm on uh, Facebook at Amanda Valentine Bites and um at AmandaValentineBites.com. Amazing. My guest today is one of the best known original fashion bloggers in Cincinnati. You love her for her signature, colorful, vibrant feed and her bold statement accessories. I love her for her love of champagne. From lifestyle to home decor to travel musings, follow her around town trying new workout spots, sampling the Cincy food scene and working as a real estate agent. Please welcome Olivia Johnson of Bobbles to Bubbles. (laughs) Thank you, Chrissy, for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for being here. I know we were just like chatting away before. I'm like, we might as well just start recording so we could just get all this doing because I'm (laughs) super pumped to have you. Our first fashion blogger on the podcast. Yay, thank you. I'm honored. And an OG at that. Thank you so much. Yes. Since 2012. Since 2012. Yes. So we 
first met at a Quidwell event mm-hmm. at the breathing room. And we got to like have some time to just chat, like me, you, Molly, Meredith. Yes. I don't know what everyone else was doing. I don't I know. know why but we were. It was just us four. Like, I know it worked out. out. But, yeah. Um. And I remember, and something that I was, you know, I really took away and was super impressed by Molly was was talking to you about your platform and your blog, and that you've just been at it for so long, and that your following has just been organic and you know loyal, authentic, and there's even kept plugging away. And I just walked away and I was like, that is really amazing to be working at something like this, which is not easy. It's not an easy place to be. It really felt like for a minute there, everyone wanted to be a blogger. Like, how do you kind of separate the, you know, cream from the whatever, however (laughs) that saying goes. And that you just like really, really stuck with it. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, yeah, yeah, I started a long time ago. And it was not as it it was popular. But I feel like here everything takes a while to catch on. I know. And (laughs) when I started, like people actually made fun of me. I didn't tell people for a year. And then fun of you. I accidentally shared my blog on Facebook and I didn't mean to like a year into it. And people literally made fun of me. So wait a second. You had you had a blog. You were blogging. Like yes. you had a whole website. I was a secret blogger. Yes. And were but it was just you. It was like you're just you. No one was looking at it. So people were looking at it. But I kind of created like I had like two almost like an alter ego. So I had graduated college in 2012. Did not have a job actually. I yeah. was in journalism. The job market was terrible was, in 2012. Really tough time, yeah. Yes. So graduated, no job offers. Actually, was kind of at a low point in my life because I had like gotten bullied in college and went through a really like are you serious shitty bullying experience. Where did you go to college? I went to University of Dayton. So small Catholic yeah, private school, no, which I went to my whole life. Definitely. Um, you were bullied in college. I know. Isn't that weird to say? Like, that usually it's grade school or high school. So shitty. Yeah. So I like I left college kind of on like a bad note. I was so excited to get out, even though I didn't have a job. So I was kind of at a low point. Discovered like a fashion blog one day. And I'm like, what is this? I didn't even know what they were. Yeah. So I graduated in 2010. And that. In college, like I didn't know about blogs. Yeah. I, I really had no idea. And then when I graduated, I don't even know how I came across my very first blog. You know what it was? Cupcakes and cashmere. Love it. And I still follow Emily. To oh, today. same here. Like, she's she's, she's like the original. She's the best. Yes. So I discovered that blog and I was just like entranced. Mm-hmm. I'm like, same here. Oh my God, I can read all these. Ed- That's what I spent most of my full time job doing is just reading blogs. Same here. And so I. I cannot say that I started a blog. It was more of like an online journal. Yes, that that's a blog. <laughs> no, but there weren't like pictures. It was just like me writing. And it was mostly just about how much I missed college. And the only people that were reading it were like my college friends. So that's awesome. It was not, it was not anything. <laughs> Everybody but, starts somewhere. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, so that was, it, yeah, it was like all of a sudden blogging like came up. Yes. Out and of nowhere. It really did. And it, it it was weird because I did it secretively for so long and accidentally leaked it to like the haters one day. And it was just like an onslaught. Like people were like making fun of me online, like people that I went to college with. You are stuff. kidding me. I, I can't know. Believe it doesn't this. sound real, but unfortunately it's real. And so like you know who they are. Like this yes. isn't anonymous. You can see them. Yes. And they weren't like it was one of those things where we're not gonna say your name, but like it's very evident we're talking about you. Like, you know, just like prodding me. I'm like Wow. It was it was a weird time, but 
that's why I loved blogging. When I found blogging, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a world I can kind of escape to. And like other girls across the world or country doing what I love, like fashion, lifestyle, writing. I have a journalism degree. Sure, it makes perfect sense. It was like, wow, like, you know, my personal and social life might be kind of shitty right now, but this might really, you know, change my life. And I kind of immersed my whole self into that blogging stuff right off the bat. Uh And it was it was kind of nice having it be secret for like a year. Yeah. My family knew, my now fiance knew, like knew, but I don't know. That time was kind of nice just to gain my confidence back and find myself again. Totally, and you could establish the brand because I'm sure. Well, t- you know, did it start off immediately as bubbles to bubbles? It like, did. did. You knew you kind of had that. I did together. it. So I, I was like, wow, blogging's really cool. I think I want to do this. And I could not think of a name. My mom actually helped me come up with the name. She was like, we were listing all the things that we love. Sure. And she like came up with this name. I'm like, that is genius. Yeah. I went and bought the domain. Um, I always tell people buy a domain if you have an idea. I know. That's true. I told this story before this like friend of friends in LA. When Instagram like first launched, they bought up. They were well, not bought. They just got all these handles. So they had like at sauce. Oh, my god! And they gosh. held on to that and then developed this like amazing luxury high end hot sauce. And wow. then like had the handle. That's genius. Like, I love has, that. My marketing heart appreciates that. I know. That. But like I, I'm just not smart enough. I know. I, I don't that. have the four. I wish I would have done this a long time ago. But every time I have an idea now, I buy the domain. And that's like you have to buy your online real estate. You. That's a really good point, <laughs> listeners. That is a really yes. good point. Oh, have an idea, buy the domain. So you bought it. <laughs> I bought it. Um, I wanted it to be Bobbles and Bubbles. Someone owned the domain. It was a it was a website that hadn't been touched in like six years. Oh, that's annoying. And I'm like, okay, I'll just do Bobbles to Bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started it. It was very organic, very grassroots. What did I, it look like in the beginning? Oh, God, it was bad. Um, <laughs> I actually, but I love, I will never delete my old blog posts because I think everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. I, when I first started, I would look at these girls who lived in New York and were like iconic. And sure. I was like, oh, God, like, I'm never going to be that. Um, do you know Atlantic Pacific? Oh, of course. Obsessed. She's yes. like, yes. she's like a like, god like, to me. She's perfect. Tafton, little like yes. plaid, everything <sighs> perfect. Rhinestones, I, blonde hair, red lipstick. Yeah. yeah, I like worship her, and I'm like, oh my god. I was getting a point and shoot camera, and like my mom was taking my pictures in our backyard, <laughs> and I have like my first ever blog picture is me it's raining outside i was holding a vera bradley umbrella okay. upside down okay. so that. not even using it <laughs> wearing hot, hot pink hunter rain boots in my backyard yeah. by a dead tree yeah yeah it sounds so perfect. and it's still on my website <laughs> yeah. you guys can go look for it now um it will always be there because i i like seeing someone's evolution where they started yeah we were talking about that I like so that too. i don't know it it's evolved over the years now i work with brands and companies and it's Mm -hmm. exciting but it definitely took a long time it wasn't like an overnight thing and you have to kind of keep your head down and just plug away and I was like I know people are making fun of me right now one day it'll be worth it and it it is worth it now because I've met awesome people like you and have made a career out of it yeah so So when you talk about it was hard work over the years right like when when did you feel what was like a breakthrough moment or was that first moment where you were like, okay, I might be able to actually do this? Yeah. So a really cool moment for me, I think it was in 2015. So it was a couple years into blogging, but Cincinnati Refined reached out to me and they wanted to do an article of like bloggers to watch in the new year cool and they like Can wanted to feature to do me a podcasters to watch i know the they should they're so <laughs> yeah. <you're> fine, please <laughs> i'll let them know yeah. 
I don't even remember he reached out to me. Yeah. I was like, this is, I was like, I've, I've made it. I'm on Cincinnati Refined. For sure. It was very exciting. So that was kind of a pivotal moment for me. And then what, like I said, I, I wanted to go into the media field. I wanted to do like broadcast journalism of some sort, but that wasn't really feasible when I graduated. Yeah. So another cool moment was um, getting asked to be on different TV stations locally. Okay, cool. Yes. What so, are some of the ones? I've seen like Cincy Lifestyle. I do Cincy Lifestyle. That's probably my most frequent on Channel 9. And what what is it? Tell. I'm not exactly sure exactly what it is. Yeah. So it's a lifestyle show. Okay. Um, they have different guests on. They do fashion segments. They do f- health, wellness, local businesses, okay. you name it. And okay. it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so they asked me to go on for fashion. And fun. it's kind of fun. I interned there in college at Channel 9. Oh, cool. And I don't know. It's kind of nice that like I've built this blog on my own. Mm-hmm. So now I get to do what I want to do. But I built it up on my own terms, yeah. which is exciting. Yeah, definitely. So when you and you also do well, before we before <laughs> we get further in, I guess I'm assuming most people have seen and heard of your blog. But if you had to describe it or like what's the you know, the brand messaging that you project. Yes. So I always love to use the phrase that it's aspirational, but still attainable. Okay. Yeah. So I love color. I love feminine pieces. I also love a good like structured, like menswear inspired outfit. Totally. So I just, I love color. Um, My mood is so dependent on the weather. So I think color makes my mood better too. I today, well, we're recording on, what is this? That's the 18th, 17th? something like that and it is so so gray and rainy for like now what the 20th day in a row yes and i had a coffee meeting this morning and i was like i have to put on some red lipstick or else i I don't know what i'm gonna do with myself it's so bleak it's so sad i feel like we live in the town um from like edward um what's the vampire movie yes uh uh, why can't i think uh, of it uh, oh my god (laughs) i never watched it but i I can't believe Forks, Washington yes, is like the hometown. Yes. And like, isn't Bella? Twilight. Like, oh my God, Olivia. Yikes. Where people are screaming at us. I right know. Now. And I've only had like a few sips of champagne. So. Oh, <laughs> Twilight. But That's yes, we are like. living in Twilight. It's so Twilight. sad outside. Without the fucking hot vampires. I know. That's, That's true. Where are they? <sighs> They're not oh, yeah. in Cincinnati. I was like, I needed to like, <laughs> I needed to dress myself to like, get myself in a better mood i know that's i like i wear like lipstick every day and that like is an instant mood changer for me jewelry or like a i'm on a bright sweater right now yes i don't know so i think color really for me is a huge inspiration and mm-hmm. i've had people say oh i don't wear color i like to wear black or neutrals like color doesn't work on me and i'm like any person can wear color I know. I don't understand that. Do you know what else I don't... The other phrase I don't understand is when people say, I don't know if I could pull that off. Well, guess what? No one else knows either. Yes. So if you're <laughs> wearing it and you're telling me that you're pulling it off, then you're pulling it off. Yeah, exactly. That's Confidence. It. Confidence That's is it. key. No, there's no rule. There's not, There's no one's going to look at you and be like, oh, well, she's wearing that and she's not allowed. Right. She can't. Exactly. You can. That's I. That's very well said. I like that. You have to wear it with confidence and yeah. nobody knows. Because um, like, it makes me so sad. People like, oh, I wish I could do that. What, what's stopping you? Right. That's so true. Like a hat or an ex- a fun accessory. Just like, do oh, it. I love putting on a, like, a fun accessory just to switch it up or just like changes your mood, makes you feel a little different, elevate something. Yes. To a different time period even oh yeah for sure so i'm all about that and if i can like wear all the colors and inspire people to dip their little toe in the pond and try out a color 
I'm yeah. happy to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's amazing. So I'm, I'm like so happy to be talking to someone that <laughs> loves fashion so much because I also love fashion. I, so you much. are like a fashionista. <laughs> I love all your outfits. I, I, I don't ever think that like f- fashion blogging wasn't the path for me. Podcasting, I feel like that. This is yes. what I'm supposed to do. Like this is how I, my platform yep. is like the right one for me. But. I love to put together outfits. Oh, like, you're so good at it. Nothing that I enjoy. I, I love it so much. You have, I love you. You have like a very good street style. Like everything you put on is effortless and it all works together, like I different textures that. and yeah. colors. And it looks, I love when people can wear something effortlessly. And I think you're very good at well, that. Well, thank you. You're That's welcome. a nice compliment. Um, no, I, yeah, I, 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 I just, I love to, to kind of push a boundary mm-hmm. every now and then. Or of like people, you know, they're like, we didn't think that you would do this, but like, oh, here you are doing it. And really my true inspiration is my friend, Anthony. Anthony I've seen you post about him. He, you have very stylish friends, he, by the way. <laughs> he is my most stylish friend. And I'm inspired by him because he literally wears whatever the fuck he wants at any time. I love that. And, to, and just to be around him and you're like, if you're gonna wear whatever the fuck you're I'm gonna wear whatever I want and that's what I hope I can do to other people too like oh and and you know maybe fashion's not your thing it's not for everyone mm-hmm. people sometimes just don't care about clothes or right. that's not how they express themselves that's totally cool but if it's something that you are like drawn to and you want to do do it it's so fun exactly have you always been that way not I don't know so I've always been into fashion my mom is a very stylish woman mm-hmm. she dressed me well since I was a baby um but I think it's really weird. I think about this all the time. I feel like when we were in college, you st- at least like where I went, you still wanted to look like everybody else. A hundred percent. I feel like it was like right after like 2014, yeah. that kind of era, like the generation right after us in college is when you wanted to like look unique. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I was in college, like you wanted still to look like everybody else. You wanted to wear the same jackets. Everyone was in purses. black leggings. Yes. Tan Ugg boots. Mm-hmm. A North Face fleece. Yes. Oh, yeah. And a long shop bag. Uh, for sure. That's That was your college that uniform. That was the uniform. Oh, yeah. And then if you were working out, at least for us, it was the Nike shorts. Oh, oh yeah. You know the ones. They I know the ones. Of different colors. Oh, yeah. And a white V-neck t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about it now, and it is, it, it was literally a uniform. It Everyone was. Everyone wore the same exact fucking thing. And if you didn't wear that, you were kind of weird. And nowadays, it's like, you don't want to wear that. No, I don't want to look, look like anyone else. No, it's it's so weird how it's evolved. But I also think it's just getting older, too. Like I do. Know. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I don't think labels are as big anymore. Yeah, Like, the, agreed. everything's splattered in, like, labels. So yep. I definitely think I came into my own post-college. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, because I kind of was just, like, isolated in my own little bubble, and I was like, wow, like, why not experiment and just get out of my comfort zone? I'm already doing this blogging, which is kind of making me uncomfortable, but I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. So why not start wearing red lipstick, more vivid colors sure. or like experimenting a little bit? Yeah. No, I love that. So when you think about your blog posts or like outfits and you do more than just clothes, though, like decor yes. and... Um, travel stuff and all mm-hmm. that. So do you, how do you like plan it out in your mind? Are you like structured? Do you have like a schedule? I wish I did. I need structure. I used to be a very structured person. Mm-hmm. And then I started in real estate and blogging, which are two very unstructured industries. Definitely. And it's been tough. Um, I kind of nowadays, and I feel like blogging has shifted. 
people are consuming content more on social media. So people aren't reading traditional websites as much anymore. I, know, I don't look at blogs anymore. I know. I don't either. And I, I have a blog. Yeah. I've shifted how I post. So I do a lot on Instagram now. Right. Um, so I don't really plan ahead. I used to a lot more, but now mm-hmm. I'm just a lot busier. And I, I do think brands, too, want to just see on the go quick content. Maybe they don't want a long blog post, yeah. but they want a few Instagram stories yeah. and an Instagram post. And yeah. like even I've worked with a few hotels recently and they love, you know, like the tour. And I love watching tours on Instagram stories so of cool hotels. I love when I'm you like post, living through them. I love when you post the tours of like cool houses. Oh, thank that you. You're showing. I need to do more of that. Uh, you do. I That's like my favorite thing. Oh, that's awesome. Everybody says that. And I need to do more of that. And I, I think back, like when I was little, my grandma was a real estate agent mm-hmm. for a while too. So when I was little, she was out of the business at this point. But we would spend like Saturdays and Sundays just going to open houses. Yeah. And now I like look back and I'm like, is this kind of <laughs> weird? Like there, she was not in the market to yeah. buy a house. Like we just, she just liked to go and like look at homes. That's, and then, I think that's fun. I've met plenty of people like that. And now I'm kind of like that too. If oh, I see yeah. an open house in the neighborhood, I'm like, fuck you. I'm there. <laughs> go look at this house. I know. It's fun. I, I, it I'm the same fun. way. I, I used to browse on like the auditor's website when I was younger, which is like so dorky. So- and I was like, I guess I was destined for a career in real estate because I don't know anyone else doing that at my age. I, but. I know that <laughs> a, it's a job, right? And like yeah. all jobs can be shitty. But I that I hold that in esteem of like, that would be a really fun job. It's fun. It's no two days are the same, which is what I like because I did love the like media industry so much. That's kind of how real estate is too. You're not sitting at a desk all day. You're mm-hmm. on your feet. Yeah. You're meeting people who are insanely wealthy, you're meeting people who are incredibly poor. Yeah. And like, it's kind of interesting to meet people from all walks of life, yeah. which I think helps develop you as a person. Totally. I've seen insane mansions in Indian Hill and I've seen places that it says enter at your own risk. Uh-huh. The floor might cave in. Okay. So yeah. I've been all, yeah. in all the places. Yeah. Uh, so to keep on this little real estate route, what are what's like the big the upcoming neighborhood in your in your opinion that people should be looking out for? So I might be biased because we do a lot of real estate here and I live in this area, but mm-hmm. I love the Incline District. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, when I say that neighborhood, don't even know what that is. It's East Price Hill, technically. Yep. But it's its own little enclave. Um, it's five minutes from downtown. It's on a, It's like Mount Adams, but on the west side of downtown. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so People I, might know Incline Public House. Exactly. That's yeah. a great landmark. And this, the views are incredible. You can see the river, the city. Um, it's very nice. And properties are still very affordable, too. Mm-hmm. And you have a nice city river view. Yeah. No, so I think, and I think like Pendleton is obviously booming right now. Yeah. That's been happening for a few years. Right, but right. Pleasant Ridge is like booming as well covington's doing really well oh i never think about crossing the river i know i don't (laughs) i don't i'm not licensed over there so i'm always in ohio but i work out in covington Mm. so i'm over there a lot and it's crazy to see the progress happening yeah and it's so cute it's so cute it's like adorable it's so charming it's so charming yeah it's i feel like it's not even part of kentucky it's its own little world it's very quaint yeah, and it's so and, historic. It looks yeah. very much like around OTR. Yes. It's just there's this river separating us, so people freak out. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's Go over there. You'll you'll enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's nice. Okay, so wait. Back to blogging. How yes. have you seen the environment evolve since when you first started to now? It It is majorly evolved. And I'm, I'm pretty vocal about this. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm too vocal, um, but... I don't think you can be too vocal. I know. I, I feel like I've like stuck my foot in my mouth a few times, but I don't care. I've done it for so long. So I feel like I've 
kind of over time earned the right to just see what I say what I've observed over I the think years. So. Yes. But I it's interesting. I think people now see what they can get out of it or they think they can get something out of it. So they aren't maybe starting with the best intentions nowadays. So back mm-hmm. when I started, I made friends from all over the country. And sometimes they would be in Cincinnati and I'd get together and get coffee with them. Mm-hmm. And they lived in like Seattle. Yeah. And it was really nice and authentic. And there's, I'd say 95% of the people are still very authentic and really sweet. But there is kind of a new wave of people who start like a year ago and they now have like 300,000 followers. How? Um, I think a lot of people purchase. How does that work? I don't. So I've been in different groups and platforms over the years, just like blogging communities or Instagram communities. And from what I understand, there are websites or platforms where you can like, I guess, enter your credit card and like, yeah. you can get, like I think it's pretty cheap. Yeah, I th- I've heard you like, can get like 10000 for like but, $50 or something. like by now... We know what that looks like because right. you can see the engagement's not the same. You can see like likes. Well, the you ratio. can buy engagement. You can buy engagement. You can buy engagement. It's <laughs> it makes my head hurt. I know. Whoa. I do know there are companies out there that work with like influencers and brands and they have some like proprietary software, yes. right? Where you can like Which run accounts great. through and they're mm-hmm. like, Okay, this is bogus, this is bogus, this one's good. This right. One's great. And I hope more of that becomes the norm. I know, yeah, people are like working on technology i know it's not and it's frustrating because i've seen people work on the same campaigns as me who i know have purchased everything and you want to tell the brands but you're like i don't want to look petty like a tatty tail yeah Yeah. so it's it's a weird spot because i've i feel protective of myself and others and there might be people who don't have a big following who work so hard and they don't even get seen yeah because some of these brands are blinded by numbers well and it's interesting because if we think of like before Instagram, when Mm -hmm. it was truly just like a blog, a website, you can't outwardly see, right, how many people are liking this or looking at this. But now with Instagram, it's very easy to see. This is the the followers. This is the number of followers. This is the number of likes they get. Right. That's right there. Mm -hmm. So it like kind of changes the game. It does. And I I think it's interesting. I do think more and more brands are becoming aware. And I think numbers are becoming less and less relevant which i'm happy about because i think a lot of people are working super hard and putting time into photography and Mm -hmm. editing pictures or coming up with good captions or you know good blog posts so i think numbers are less and less important which i hope is the trend yeah that keeps going on but then you're like if numbers are less important how do they measure i know how do they decide who to work with this is the stuff that keeps me up at night right just pondering right well and i have seen an increase now with people working with like micro influencers Mm -hmm. so like what is is there like a cutoff if like you're an influencer then you're a micro influencer i don't know i think i'm considered a micro influencer like because you're like in your community yeah and like i you know i mean in cincinnati i think like People like us who have been doing what we're, we do for a while, like, you know, we have more experience and mm-hmm. stuff and places are more comfortable working with us. Right. But I think on a bigger scale, people still look at these certain numbers, even though I think experience should be taken into account. Yeah. You know, of how yeah. long you've done something, because yeah. I've seen all these different waves and trends. So yeah. I would think if I were a brand looking to work with an influencer, I would follow them for like a considerably long time and you would be able to understand like is this truly a good match with the brand and like take a look at like who is following this person what kind of like comments are they getting or you know what the content putting out and then be like who cares about 
if it's 2,000 followers versus 5,000 followers. Like if this person is really connecting with their audience, that's going to get you maybe 10 loyal customers is way better than someone with a ton of followers that's going to get you maybe one. That's that's genius. I think you do need to do your research on people. Yeah. And kind of, yeah, play the waiting game and see how they interact with people. I, I, another thing I've heard people say is when people respond to comments on their posts, Mm -hmm. which I try to respond to as many as possible. Sometimes I forget, but you see some people that don't respond to anybody. So it's almost like they're ignoring the people that maybe pay their bills or, you know, are following them because they like their outfits. So I think just being nice and being authentic will help you go the distance. Mm -hmm. For sure. How much time do you spend on your phone? Oh my God. It's, I have that thing on my iPhone, I've screen never, time. I've never looked at it and I don't think don't. I ever will. Please don't. I'm not going to. I get it every Sunday I'm and it's so to. depressing. It's like. I have enough things to worry about. I know. I'm not fucking looking at I it. I want to say it's six hours a day, which but, is not good. But that's your job. I know. That's what I tell myself, but it's not good. I, I have that. I also set that limit like, oh, Limit your screen time and you could like select a number at, at two. I did two hours. I thought that'd be normal. If I'm on social media for more than two hours, it alerts me and like shuts me out. Okay, that's not good. And I get that notification every day and you can just extend it or like turn it off for the day. So I just like, turn it off every ignore, day. Ignore, ignore. Exactly. Ignore. So I, it's so hard. But like, I yeah, my real estate's on my phone. My blogging stuff's on my phone. I'm constantly checking. I have like four different email accounts. Oh, God. So I don't know. I, I, I'm addicted to my phone and sure, it's not good, but I, I don't know what to do to like alleviate it because it's I, my life. And like, if I'm being very honest, I don't want to alleviate it. I know. It feels really good. I know. It and does. I'm addicted to the dopamine of fucking Instagram. A lot of dopamine. And I actually deleted Facebook and Twitter though for yeah, my phone. I'm, I'm, I don't have Twitter and I'm so over Facebook. I know. I, don't, I, don't know I deleted why. it. It I was the best have notifications thing. On. Like I never get on it. I never Same. say anything that's happening. I'll, I get on and I have like 100 notifications right. and I'm care. like, I will deal with this on another day. I don't even care. <laughs> so how for your like your clothing posts Mm -hmm. and everything how do you shoot do you take your own does someone take photos for you do you do like shoots do you do a combination what's that look like so most of the time it's my mom actually she's been my photographer from day one because you probably feel so comfortable yes and i'm an awkward person so like again early blog posts (gasps) you will see the pain in my face of being so awkward and uncomfortable but um yeah she's evolved over the years too i buy i've bought like nicer cameras over the years and Mm -hmm. lenses and she I've kind of taught her how to shoot yeah. and she's gotten really good at it. And also too, I work with Amy Spassoff a oh, lot yes. and I love her. I know you love her too. I love her. She is the best. I um I had followed her for years on Instagram uh-huh. and I was like so intimidated. I never told her this, I don't think, but I was so oh, intimidated by her <laughs> because she was so talented. I was like, oh my God, she works with all these cool companies like she shoots for the ballet and all these brands all the restaurants like yes people's portraits that are super like the mercantile life exactly mercantile like library. like she was so impressive and i was like i want to work with her i love her style but like i'm just like some little measly old like local blogger like and then i so i'd followed her for years so nervous to reach out to her and then my fiance's parents were in town from st louis a few summers ago and we were at Brown Bear Bakery. Oh, yeah. And nice. my fiance's mom was inside ordering something. And all of a sudden, she brings this woman out. 
And she's like, oh, my God, you have to meet this woman I just met inside Brown Bear. It was Amy. Little do you know, I follow you. Yes, I'm obsessed with you. And Did you tell her that when you met her? I'm try- I think I've told her, but it's been yeah, a while. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, it was like, what is happening? So she had on an anthropology top, and I think Amy commented on it or something, uh-huh. and they st- bonded over anthropology. And I was like, oh my god, I follow you. I've always wanted to work with you, and we just like hit it off. Yep, yep. And I actually like had an opportunity to work with the um, Cincinnati Opera. Oh, cool! And shoot, like they wanted me to style some outfits and like promote the upcoming season. So I. That was the first time I worked with Amy, and it was like, she was a genius. She is a genius. She's super talented, and I've worked with her now, like, quite some, for quite a bit of shoots, Mm -hmm. and we had this, I did a shoot with her recently for Sundry and Vice, and they have, like, their new cocktail menu coming out, so they wanted to just get some shots, like, in the space, and did, like, a bunch of fun outfits, and she was like really challenged me as like in as a model to like kind of get outside of a comfort zone. like she wanted a shot like yes. she's like I want this shot she and, knows like, what she wants she knows what she wants yes. she's in, like and I'm like fuck I have to execute this for you like I like really have to really have to try and, and work for it but it was great we like did this shoot where she was shooting from outside in through a window and Love. I was like sitting at a table and so we couldn't talk to each other and so we were like she was like communicating with me like outside like head positioning like doing and it was it felt like so awesome to like get have this like relationship where like we're not speaking but like it's like working it was like this great work you know what's happening yes you guys can like telepathically speak to each other like telepathically speaking to each other that's the best and amy makes everybody feel so comfortable like i love her She's so sweet and she just is like a creative genius. And she just like knows what she wants and she gets the shot. And it's like, I would have never thought to do that. Yeah. So quick. So you you haven't always been comfortable in front of the camera? Oh my God, no. Like it's people are always shocked that I liked the media and like doing on camera stuff because they're like, like you're so quiet or like introverted. And I'm very, I am introverted, but I'm an observant person. I Mm -hmm. love listening to people Mm -hmm. and- I don't know. I've always had this passion. So I've kind of forced myself to take these risks and do things. I'm like, I know it's going to be so scary. But once you do it, you're like, why didn't I do that sooner? Yeah. And I think you just evolve over time. And now I'm so comfortable doing all this. Like, I'm still awkward taking pictures. But in terms of like talking on camera and stuff, it's like, yeah, I can do it in my sleep. Exactly. I've, I've said this before on here. It's like, you're not bad at something. You just haven't done it before. Exactly. And yeah, you might be bad when you first try, but it doesn't mean that you can't get better. Right. You have to try. Like, I see so many people already, like, who are not not giving up, but just I can tell that they're afraid to do stuff and they're afraid to, like, do something that's considered embarrassing. Like, when I started blogging, people are like, you're so weird. But I, which again, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, so it's a website. Sorry, Olivia. Who the fuck are these people? Do I you know. know who they are now? Have you, like, I ever, don't know if they're doing too much with like, their lives. Like, them down, you're like, I, I just think it's funny now because like, I don't know, like I, I've gotten to work with really cool brands and stuff. Uh, sure, you're killing it and they're not. Oh, so thank that's you. That's best. very sweet. <laughs> and I think it's so nice too because it's helped me grow as a person because I was always kind of insecure my whole life or like mm-hmm. always question, oh, am I worthy of doing stuff like this? But when you put yourself out there, it's so rewarding. Like yeah. this all doing all this has changed my life and mm-hmm. it was so scary to first start it. Yeah. And now it's been the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. So I think people just need to do it and take the leap. For sure. And you will not regret it. Yeah. You'll regret if you don't do it, honestly. Definitely. 100%. Yes. And yeah, if you're not good at it when you first start, whatever it is that you're doing, 
keep doing it. No, exactly. Like, it's very, there are those people, those like 1% people that start doing something or it's their natural gift like right off the bat. Yes. But for most people, it just takes practice. Exactly. And you'll you'll be so happy and it'll. I think it changes your life in so many ways and it gives you confidence, which is great. Yeah, definitely. Um, how often are you buying new clothes? Oh my gosh. So I've tried to be good in 2020, which I know we're like a month and a half in, but I've been yes. pretty good for yes. these past short days. Um, <laughs> I so when I started blogging I did start shopping a lot more Mm -hmm. I was very good in college like Mm -hmm. did not shop a lot whatever um but yeah I do like I do shop a lot more but I try to be smart I try not to buy a lot of trendy stuff um I buy things that I want to keep and I think yeah I think your style too is classic oh thank you yours and classic and it's not moving through a lot of Mm -hmm. trends but but I feel like with any any person that has a sense of style, you can find figure out how to incorporate a trend, yes. but that's your own, right? And so kind of timeless. I I do shop a lot. Like I love J Crew because mm-hmm. I they make classic simple pieces that I can dress up or down. I yep. can accessorize with jewelry or like a statement lip mm-hmm. or some fun heels or accessories. So yep. I, I I'm trying to scale back on my shopping. Um, so hard. It's very hard though. I love I look at like Shop Op new arrivals every day and like Revolve and. Constantly. I know. It just makes me happy. Even it, if I'm not buying, I'm window shopping. I know. So I'm trying to... I am not good at window shopping. Uh, me neither. I'll, I'll add it to cart and then I'm it's... like... It's... And, yeah. But it's so good. Like, I need to have I it. I can't just look at it. What it's good hard. is it going to do for me? It's really hard. Um, I, I have been trying to buy stuff. Like, J. Crew always has a sale. Yeah. I'm like, I know this will be on sale in a week. Like, 30% off, whatever. But I do splurge on nice things that I know. I'm I'm like, when I buy stuff, I don't anticipate wearing it once and then selling it. Yeah. Um, I like to buy something. And I plan on keeping it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Well, and you have also... You know, the thought in the back, like, this is my job. Right. I have to yeah. do this. And if it's unique, I'm like, oh, it makes me happy. Like, it might give someone else inspiration. So, yeah. So, J. Crew, Revolve, where, where else are you looking oh, gosh. Some of your go-tos? Um, I love ASOS for like affordable, yeah. but still stylish, like unique pieces. Yeah. I used to go be on ASOS all the time. And for whatever reason, I kind of got away. But that's a good reminder. I need to go back. It's so, you have to dig a lot of it I is know. very weird. And that's like kind of what I don't like. I'm to not do. a good digger. Yeah, I can be in like a vintage digging mm-hmm. moment. If I'm especially if I'm like traveling somewhere in my yeah. mind, is like, well, I'm gonna find something when it's not at home. Yes. But I have to be in a certain mood. And yeah. if I'm not that I'm not and I don't want to be anywhere near it. <laughs> I know. No, I totally get it. <laughs> hey, do, do you shop locally like vintage stores? So not so much in Cincinnati, okay. but I will when I'm when I'm traveling. Like yes. I'm in LA or New York, I'll be oh, like, yeah. I gotta go to like a vintage store. Yeah. But like when I'm here, I don't really do it that often. So there, I'm not a big vintage shopper, but there is a store, um, it's in Northside now, it's called Hybrid. Okay, Hybrid. And her stuff is incredible. And she like hand selects everything and it's oh. it doesn't feel like vintage because sometimes like you go into some stores and like some stuff might not be in the best condition right. or like shape. Grandma's closet. Yeah. yeah. And I went into her store and I like bought like multiple sequ I bought a um sequined like polka dot polka dot jacket, Bergdorf Goodman, oh. an impeccable shape. Unbelievable. So yes, that's a very good local vintage store. I'm looking for I'm gonna I'm I'm kind of going against a creed of mine. So one of my pet peeves mm-hmm. and anyone who's listening to this as my friend is probably going to like be mad at me that I'm saying this. But I really don't like when people ask me what I'm going to wear. Like if we're going somewhere <laughs> yeah. and they're like what are you wearing? I'm like I'm not going to fucking tell Yeah. You. 
It's because, a, I'm going to make a statement. Uh, on, and also just because it doesn't matter. Wear whatever you want to wear. Right. And I know people are asking for functionality, mm-hmm. right? They're yeah. like, what's the, yeah. you know, the vibe or whatever. I don't care about that because I'm going to wear whatever I want yeah. regardless. That's awesome. But so I'll just be like, I'm wearing jeans and a shirt and heel. You know, like I'll kind of like say yeah. like that. <laughs> Very <easily>. subtle. <laughs> but I'm looking for my birthday's March 7th. Oh, happy early birthday. Thank you. So for my birthday outfit, I'm on the hunt for something pretty specific. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you in case you come okay, across I'll, anything. Yes, I love these challenges. Okay, I want a monochromatic suit. Okay. Preferably in like a bright color, but not okay. red because I do a lot of red. Mm-hmm. So I want like, um, I mean, I would take like a cobalt blue. I would take oh. like a lavender. I would yes. take a pink. Mm-hmm. I would take a yellow. All like the I, above. <laughs> I want like something very bright. Yes. And so I want it to be like a nice structured shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to wear anything underneath the oh, jacket. I'm in love already. So I want like a plunging neckline, but it yes. needs to like fasten. Uh-huh. And for the pant, I would like it to be like high waisted and maybe like a cinched belt and a little bit of a, a wide leg bonus points if it's cinched around the ankle. Oh, with a strappy sandal. And oh I want my it to be gosh, all one color. you're speaking my language. So I need to so f- like a power suit, yes. but like a sexy power but, suit. Yes. Okay. But I'm I- gonna yes. I'm gonna do some research tonight. <laughs> if you see, ASOS any- might be good. I know. I'm looking at Zara. Zara, I'm, yes. The really the, my inspiration came from the Tom Ford collection, but that obviously oh. is not gonna happen. Um, listeners, if anyone comes across, we guys just all do my shopping yes. for me. If anyone comes across this, suit, I'm gonna do some digging. I love me. a good challenge like this. Have you ever thought about doing like personal styling? I don't people know. People approached you about that? I've had people reach out to me uh-huh. like, oh, I'm going to a wedding. I need some like nude shoes, but I want it to be like a block heel or whatever. Yeah. So I never thought about it, but I have had people reach out to me. I'm I'm very bad about like monetizing or doing certain things. Um, like I'll post links sometimes to my outfits. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do think people love shopping what's in people's closets so i should probably take advantage more of that i know yeah i get a lot of questions too and i I, and i've thought about it because like how much i love putting together but Mm -hmm. i'm like but i love dressing myself right i don't know honestly i don't know if i would be good at dressing other people i think i'm in the same boat yeah i know me exactly but what if you don't like it? Right. That's very true. But then maybe people are looking for someone to be like, no, do this. Yeah. Like, take, take the, risk. the risk. Yes. That's true. So I don't know. That could, Yeah. I like where your head's at. <laughs> I know. I should probably do that more. I'm so used to what I'm wearing. I'm like, I don't know if people like this or I don't know people's body types yeah. or like what they think is right. flattering and I don't want to yeah. offend anybody or like force them to do something. Maybe we need to talk offline about yes. styling. Yes. I, I like this. <laughs> Because we have nice, like, uh, um, oppo- not opposing styles, but, right. like, good spectrum. Yeah, we'll I agree. We'll talk about this. Okay, I'm down. Have you ever wanted to stop doing it? Um, Did you ever think, like, I can't do it anymore? Or is this, a, this is not going to work? There's been times, like, in more recent years where, like, I- I've just seen subtle cattiness over the years. And I think it has forced me to just almost get tunnel vision um, I have a lot of great friends in the blogging world, and mm-hmm. I, like, absolutely love them. Yeah. But, yeah, y- there's always, like, a few kind of bad apples that put a t- bad taste in your mouth. Um, so there's been times like that. But, I, you know, I think it's helped me get tunnel vision and not worry so much about what other people are doing and That's just kind of be focus. Hard. Yeah, like, because, yeah, Mean Girls exist in all walks of life, every stage of life. But, 
you know, the girls that I've met through blogging have been incredible. So I think that's really nice. And mm-hmm. just the friendships, um, you know, it is a business and I make money from it and stuff. But yeah. the relationships I've made with companies or other people have has been invaluable. And I yeah. think I, it just caused me to shift what I do. Like, I really love listening to podcasts yeah. and I love doing all this stuff. So I'm trying to do more stuff on TV now or more interviewing type things right. and kind of get back to my roots of what I wanted to do career-wise. Yeah, yeah. And you have a podcast. So I do. So give that a plug, please. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's called Bubbles and Banter. Um, so yeah, I bought the domain like and came up with the idea a few years ago and I'm just in the past year started actually doing it. Mm-hmm. So And it's on, where can people find it? iTunes, um, It should be on, yeah, it's on iTunes. It should be on like all the other platforms as well. Okay, cool. Yes. Cool. I'll tag it for sure. Thank you so do you much. have an Instagram account for it specifically or you just post it through I your do. Account? I think it's called Bubbles and Banter Podcast. Mm, okay. But I'll ta- I tag it through my Bubbles to Bubbles yeah, account too. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. what is the, what do, you, what do you talk about? Who do you talk to? So I, I have a long list of people I want to have on and yeah. you're on the list. Woo! I made a list like a year ago. <laughs> um, so I just love listening. So I love, I love Bravo and pop culture and all yeah. that stuff, but I also love hearing people's stories. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Right now, I'm trying to make it more interview style and conversational. Yeah. So interviewing women, I think, are very interesting, have cool backgrounds, whether it's through fitness and health and like lifestyle. Or I had a friend on who makes breast cancer tops for women undergoing breast cancer treatment. She went to DAP. Um, Her mom went through breast cancer. That's awesome. She makes these gorgeous, like luxurious tops. Um, I had her on. I had Hey Michelle, like Michelle Jones on yeah, recently. Yeah, my yeah. my friend Brianna, who has a blog coming in clutch. We oh. talked about like fashion trends. Oh my god, of the 2010s. Talk about color. I love. Yes, she's like a color queen. Like, and she's so good at prints. Like, she is prints. a print mixing, mixing genius and matching prints and it's layering. hard to do. I know. I'm like, how? Like, sh- and it looks so. Like, it looks so put together and, and like, like effortless seamless. yes but i'm like you have like it looks like five different shirts five right. different colors five different prints and there's and like, like thought it, that goes into that yes thought that makes it look effortless though Her so that's style like is really cool. yeah she's um we, she's become a good blogging friend she's actually a bridesmaid in my wedding oh, so that just shows the power of this world yeah definitely. you know meeting great girls yeah no i th- i think so too i've i've met so many people through yeah obviously the podcast and like just working around and kind of dipping mm-hmm. my toe in the industry here and there but with that though there's obviously like the comparison game yes right? oh for sure how do you manage that so I definitely think with age and just experience you get a lot better and just with time um I I was not so good about it in the early days mm-hmm. there would be people like you know you feel like people are stepping on each other's toes or like or like this is very much like looking like what I yes, do or like or that like, outfit could be mine yes or like someone stealing a caption or just like caption stealing i know right like i know (laughs) the captions though really do kill me i know because people put a lot of time like and it wasn't a big it was just like a cheesy joke i had made once but i saw it once in like a caption like this was like six years ago and i was like oh my gosh and you know i think we all like inadvertently maybe do stuff that maybe we're inspired by somebody well sure and we don't mean to like copy or like you know take but I think just with time and again, like having some of those bad experiences where I'm like, oh, so-and-so is annoying me or like Mm -hmm. people are being very competitive or people are catty and calling you out. Like I was in a blogging group. do that on social media? They'll call you out? No, not really. Like, so I was in a blogging group probably like five or six years ago and um, 
they actually someone in the group made like a monthly spreadsheet like ranking everybody by follower numbers and i was like wow this is like and up and it was interesting because up until then all my blogging friends were kind of like across the country Mm -hmm. and i didn't really you know i was looking at my numbers but it wasn't as intense or like it wasn't this like structured like oh my gosh like i need to race to get followers or something or i feel like if you're racing to get followers you're not focusing on your content right you're just hurting yourself yeah and you it kind of gets in your head i was i was that's really the first time i stopped enjoying i was like oh gosh like should i keep doing this um But, you know, that kind of fizzled out as time went on. And it kind of helped me just, again, develop that tunnel vision. Like, what other people are doing does not matter. Everyone does stuff on their own timeline. Yep. You know, people shouldn't be comparing you by numbers because there's so much more that we all have to offer. Right. And And we're all different. Yeah, everyone's different. And there's enough space for everyone. Right. So it's all like life lessons. And again, I'm just a lot more, you know, you you mature as you go through your 20s. And I think those experiences help harden you and just... You need to go through some of those like shitty life lessons and just grow and yeah. Yeah, definitely. Focus on yourself. Okay. So since this is a podcast about fitness, Mm -hmm. um, talk to me about your your fitness routine, the places that you've been trying where you've been bopping around. I see you at a bunch of different Quidwell events and just I love Quidwell. They've been awesome. Like Market Muscles is so much fun. So much fun. I know. I'm excited. I'm so excited for it to come back. I feel like it just ended. It's crazy. It does feel that way, actually. But I guess we do have some more time, though, because it's going to start in May. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Like, I think it's May. Yes. I don't know if they've like, released the schedule yet, but that's such a great... It's so great because it, people want to be hanging out, right? Mm-hmm. But everyone is really busy. I know. And like you can only fit so many coffee meetings or happy hours into a week before yep. you're like... I need to have like a one time alone. At, yes. at least that's how I feel. I'm super, super extroverted. So like my capacity <laughs> for being with other people and like taking on other people's energy is super, super, super high. Yes. Like I need to recharge by myself like once every 12 days. Oh my God, that's awesome. I, I mean, it's, but it's just the way I am. Yes. Like I, it's, I mean, there, it's not, it's not good or bad. It is yeah. truly just the way I am. I'm a person that like, I always want to be around people. I always want to be like that's great hanging out with someone. But um, Market Muscles gives us this pla- this place of like, hey, this is going to be a standing time, right? Where you we can come and hang out exactly, and, and you're outside, yeah. so you can take in the nice weather, yeah. and you know that it helps my mo- get a workout in, and then chat with all these. All- I've met so many cool girls. Me too. Through Quidwell, I know, and just like hanging out. Yeah, it's so that's great. been a really fun thing to do, and I. Another place um, I go is I go to the barcode and then I also go to Nicole Lyson. Yeah. And Nicole, so my fiance and I have been working out with Nicole. I've probably been almost like a year in July, I would say. And Nicole, is she exclusively TRX or does she have other formats too? So she does a lot of TRX, but she also, all of her classes are totally different, which I like. So sometimes we'll do stuff with those like those ropes i don't battle know ropes. Ba- battle ropes yeah. yes so yeah. and she has like kettlebells mm-hmm. and she has like sandbags and everything but it's very trx heavy but yeah. we also have classes where we're doing all sorts of other things right. which i really like yeah i love i love trx yeah it's, it's really cool and i great. i yeah i started going to nicole yeah last year and i told my fiance about it because he runs marathons mm-hmm. and he's a very athletic person mm-hmm. and um we wanted something maybe we could do together 
and he wanted to start That's working nice. out and you know he's not from here so I started doing Nicole's classes I told him to go there's a lot of guys that go which I really like yeah it's a nice mix of girls and guys and couples right, and right friends and in ages too I think yes that's which I love that like yeah. I feel like um there's not this like exclusivity like mm-hmm. everybody's welcome and everybody gets along and it's been a really fun workout and I know he loves it too yep and, and she's a, in Covington she's in Covington and Nicole's yeah. awesome yeah she's great is she she's teaching still she she's is pregnant. yes yeah, yeah. and she's still like kicking butt like that's she's great. showing us different moves and like she does them better pregnant than I do not pregnant. So. I know, people amaze me. I don't know if you have ever been to uh, Dance Factory Fitness. I have not. With Jess. Um, she she just recently had her baby. Oh, So precious. But she was teaching like, I, I mean, I think I'm, you can go and like fact check this, <laughs> but I think she was teaching like up until the day she gave birth. Wow. High intensity Good dance her. cardio. That's impressive. When wow. I, she was like halfway through her pregnancy and I saw her. And she actually did a um, Andy's birthday class at Nicole's studio. Oh my gosh! So I saw her just like halfway through the pregnancy, and it, it looked like she just like ate a burrito. Wow, like, yeah. that's the dream. She's yeah, <laughs> good for crazy. her. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then barcode too. You go to yeah, barcode. barcode's awesome. So I actually first went to barcode. Um, I worked with Class Pass when they first came to Cincinnati a few years ago. Oh, did you? And I was like trying to think of some different places to go that I'd never been. Saw the barcode. Um, it's like such a good location downtown. Yep. And I went and met Michelle, the owner, and yep. like she was just awesome and so inviting. Mm-hmm. And I had taken other bar classes before, but didn't feel as connected to like the studio the and community. stuff. Yep. And I don't know. There's something about the barcode, just the people, and they're so they're so inclusive. sweet. They're so inclusive. Yeah. And I don't know. The studio is very nice and clean, and everybody's yep. so sweet. Yeah. And I love the workouts. Yeah. Um. So that's a great place too. They just got um. I think hue lighting. Oh. So like they can like change the lighting in the room. Oh my gosh. It's really cool. I was just there a couple weeks ago. That's and it was awesome. Like brand new to them, so it's awesome. Um. I forget. What I was just going to ask you. Damn it. What was it about Michelle? <laughs> oh, class pass. Class yes. pass. Yes. So I'm like on this like hot class pass debate right now i don't know the <laughs> debate i don't know what it is i'm just on it because i've heard you know consumers of course i mean i love it mm-hmm. for the fact that i can try a bunch of different places businesses not so much they don't love it because oh interesting because they're getting uh, a fraction of the price of like a drop-in that they would oh, if they're getting class wow pass. then there's the caveat too right maybe they wouldn't get the traffic in the f- first place right maybe that seat would be empty anyway mm-hmm. so you know there's a lot of back and forth yeah how were you were you working with them to like promote the app? Yeah, so they they had reached out in years prior but but they actually ended up not coming to Cincinnati when they first planned oh, on it. Um so then they reached out again. I think it was like end of 2017 and yeah, so they reached out to me like I think their PR team mm. and they I think gave me like a month free or something. Great. So cool. I think I did barcode, the yoga bar and OTR and cycle bar. Yeah. All places I had never been before. Yeah. So I, I have not maintained my membership just because I belong to like Mercy Health Plex. I have, I do barcode exactly. and I have Nicole license. Yeah. So it's like you don't need a trillion. But I, I've been yeah. thinking about like getting it again because I'm always wanting to try new stuff. I work out more now than I used to. I mm-hmm. definitely have become more of a consistent like fitness person in recent years. Yeah. What, so, what made you make the switch? So I'm trying to think. I, well, it was kind of for health reasons. Yeah. So I found out a couple years ago I had endometriosis. Oh. And I like actually worked out with a trainer one day. And I was in like 
insane amounts of pain. And I was like, something is, I know I haven't like worked out some of these muscles, but something is not right. right. So I went and like went to the doctor. Um, Yeah, I had to get, I got surgery to like remove the endometriosis. But I was, I was, I was glad I worked out because I was like, I don't know when I would have found this out, you know? So I got put on like hormone medications and stuff to alleviate some of the symptoms. Yeah. And just some of the changes it did like physically and mentally. Yeah. I was like, wow, like I'm not feeling that great right now. Yeah, that's you know, tough. It, it made me gain like some weight. Yeah. And that was really tough. And just it makes your brain foggy, like mm-hmm. having to take these medicines. Mm-hmm. So I started working out and I really loved it. And yeah, finding the barcode was incredible oh, for me. That's good. I love that so I, it kind of just, yeah, like I, I used to work out my whole life, but I was never consistent. Mm-hmm. And then this kind of like forced me to have an outlet you know, to take out the stressors on or like, yeah, Yeah. try to like alleviate some of those symptoms that these terrible like medicines do to your body. Oh, yeah. Are you, do you still have to take the medication? No. So I actually stopped taking them like eight months ago, thinking that it would like make all the symptoms go away. And some of them have. Yeah. But you know, there's still issues like that you deal with like the weight issues. And then these doctors tell you like, oh, well, it doesn't cause that. And (sighs) And you're like, I haven't changed anything else. So. Exactly. There, I actually had a doctor once um, tell me to stop eating dessert. As it was a male. It was my male surgeon who t- did my endometriosis surgery because I was like, hey, like, doctor, I feel like these medicines are like making me gain weight. Like, is that a thing? Because like, I've never had to deal with this my whole life. And he's like, you know, people just eat desserts sometimes. And sometimes you have to, I was like, are you, you do not get it, dude. Are you <laughs> So working out has been like this perfect like area to kind of take out those frustrations and just when you're having a bad day and like sometimes you need to go through things to force you to change your lifestyle a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Because I was never someone who consistently worked out, but my mom and fiance have both run marathons and I was not a marathon runner. And you know, you don't have to And I'm not probably not going to be, but I like exercising and it's it's a great outlet for me. It's been life changing. Yeah. Have you thought at all about with your blog kind of exp- I mean I know you do talk about the barcode and yeah studio, but have you thought at all about like expanding into like health wellnessy stuff or do you see kind of like an uptick of like oh people want to hear about this yeah I think people are interested in it and I really like to at these I used to be intimidated by like the workout community mm-hmm. I used to think it was like for like perfect like super in shape like ripped people and sure. I like all these studios because it's inclusive and it's mm-hmm. not intimidating so I do think more and more people are wanting to see content like that. And I think fitness apparel too is such a booming industry. I know. So I don't know. And that's like one thing I don't, as much as I work out, you would think that like that's where I would put my energy and money into like workout clothes but it's not I'm just like clothes wearing to go to the bar so I think I need to no I was that way too and then I started shop I I had like the same three workout outfits yeah no me too and I'm like oh I should probably switch up I'm working out a lot more now no I have like (laughs) and then I'm it's so expensive they're so carbon 38 oh my god there's like shiny leggings I have like six pairs now and it's not cheap, but I just love them. Well, the thing about the workout stuff that I find difficult is that I, I order most. I do most of my shopping online. Same. But with working out, I feel like I need to try this on. Yeah, that's true. Oh, for sure. Like, like sports bras? Sports bras oh and leggings. God. What if they fall down? Yes. Like what if they're not, or what if they're too tight? Oh, yeah. Or, I don't know. Been there. I have a bigger chest, so sports bras are a nightmare. Yeah. I ordered some a couple months ago. I, I think they're mine now because I never returned them. There you go. So they, I put them on and it was like I was suffocating. 
I am. I They're not made for my boobs. <laughs> find it difficult to find a good sports bra. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I almost like the like ones that aren't as supportive, which is not pretty when I'm having to do like jumping jacks in a class. Yeah, or comfortable. I know. Yeah. Anyone know good sports bras? Please let me know. I beg you, because I I think I get most of mine from Lululemon only out of sheer laziness. But mm-hmm. honestly, they don't fit me that well. I've never tried theirs. I don't know if they would fit you if they would work that well. Yeah, for like big chest because I, I have a similar problem. Yes, and like it just doesn't work that well. I, just the thought of something too tight around there when I'm exercising is not good. Yeah, well, it's like I need it to be bigger to fit my boobs, but then they're too big in the shoulders. <laughs> yeah. But then oh they're yeah, too, they're too tight around my rib cage. I'm like, I just can't. I know. Yeah, I wonder if they do like custom sports bras. Okay, well, that'd be a our, good industry. Here's yeah. our second okay. uh, business idea wow. that we have. <laughs> I like this little business venture know, going right? on. Here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Olivia, we've arrived to the question. Oh, okay. The big one. Oh gosh. Okay. What does being fit mean to you? Okay, so I've been thinking a lot about this question. As you should. And I know. <laughs> and hopefully I'm going to say it as articulate as I hit in my head. Yeah. Um, so I feel like for me, being fit is a mix of mental and physical aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I always thought being fit was purely physical. How you looked, like having a six-pack yeah. and just being like a twig. And as I've gotten older and just actually started working out myself – for the different reasons that I started exercising, I realized how important it is mentally as well. Because yeah. even if you look good on the outside, if you're not doing so well on the inside, like what's, what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. So I think for me, it's a mix of mental and physical. And it's it's been such a nice outlet. It's been life changing for yeah. me, like exercising and just having a consistent routine. Um, because I kind of did shy away from like the whole fitness world my whole life. Like I ran cross country in high school yep. and stuff. But Now that I have this consistent routine, I look forward to working out. And if you're having a bad day, I know I have this place to release all that stress on. So, yes. Well, hopefully other people, too, can feel that way that – and I understand how it could be intimidating for sure. Yes. That hopefully you can start to move past that a little bit. And then once you're in it and like, yeah, maybe your first class, right? You don't know where to park. You don't know where to put your towel. Right. For sure. Like that exists. But like you'll get through it. (laughs) Yeah, we all do. it's only the first time. Exactly. And then you know. Yeah, I was so intimidated by TRX. And now it's been... I was like, how do we, how do you use these straps? You put your feet in these right. things, and right. now I love it. Core? What does engagement yes. core mean? So I think yeah. everybody just needs to take the risk, and it'll p- totally pay off, yeah. and it'll be take, worth it. Make a f- friend go with you. That's very true. To join something like Quidwell. Yes, you can have people. I love Quidwell. Hang out with you. Yeah, they are awesome. They are great. Okay, Olivia, where can we follow you? What do you have going on? Okay, so you can follow me at bobbles2bubbles.com. It's B-A-U-B-L-E-S. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's my Instagram handle. I have a YouTube. Yeah, my podcast. Ooh, you have a YouTube? I do, but I haven't posted as much as I should. But I'm, I'm more, I have plans to do some more stuff this year. Ooh, that sounds fun, but also yes. like something I don't have time for, but I, want <laughs> I know. To do it. So I need the intern. <laughs> yes, I know. I, you need a good intern. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and I have bubbles and banter, bubbles and banter, the podcast, and then I'm a contributor for Quidwell now for oh, their fashion yeah. sector. Fun. I didn't know they had a fashion sector. That's so I fun. know. Maybe I did know that. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. Well, check her out, you guys. And speaking of, follow me at What the Fit Podcast at Chrissy Grody if you're not already. Um, you can see my outfits. I mean, I'm no fashion blogger, but I like to put together a look. Yes. Um, mark your calendars. March 14th, Lions Pride Wellness, What the Fit, MMA, Mixed Mode Circuit Class. Sign up for that. 
Link is in the bio. We've got merch, cropped sweatshirts, beanies, comfy, cute. You can DM me to order. And of course, if you're loving What The Fit, please help support via the Patreon. Also, if you're looking to grow your business, any kind of coaching, fitness, events, advertise What The Fit. DM me for for more information or email whatthefitpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Woo!